Is it just me or does it feel like the new year is only just beginning now? <laughs> I feel like when the kids go back to school, that's actually the real new year for us mums. This is Healthy Her with Amelia Phillips and today is another Ask Me Anything episode where I get to speak to you, my lovely listeners, and hear about what your questions are and answer them as best as I can. So today I've got a great question about supplements and the top supplements that I recommend. So I'm excited to chat to you about that. And then I've got another question about how do we lose fat but not lose muscle at the same time when we're on a weight loss journey. So that's a really interesting and very, very common question. Actually, probably one of the most common questions I get asked from people on a weight management journey. So before I get into those, I wanted to give you a quick update on my detox program, my 14-day whole food detox program that I launched around four weeks ago. I've got so many wonderful people on the program, predominantly women, but I have got a few men as well. Some have cycled all the way through, whereas lots of you are at various days on your journey. And the consensus has been very similar for everyone, which is the first three days are pretty tough. (laughs) I'm sorry for those of you that had headaches or that felt a bit scattered or tired. But then after that, I've been actually really impressed with how well everyone has been sticking to the 14 days. I did it as well. And, you know, it's not that easy to stick to in the sense that there's no alcohol, no caffeine, no dairy, no meat, no gluten, no processed foods only beautiful, nutrient-rich whole foods. But for a lot of us, that's a big change from the norm. And I had a couple of members that did deviate. I had one emailing me sheepishly saying that she had a few wines on the Saturday night, but she just got straight back on the program the next day. I think the fact that the recipes are really yummy helps and the supplements also help as well. As you know, I also have some coaching spots. I coach up to five people per month and I've got a new spot coming up because I've got one of my lovely coachees that is wrapping up her three-month cycle. So if you are interested, maybe you've got a bit of a unique situation or you want some one-to-one coaching from me that's in health, nutrition, exercise, then flick me a DM because next month I've got a new spot coming up. I've also got a free weight loss webinar that I'm going to be doing on the 1st of March. And it's all about this approach I've been working on that I'm calling my inside out approach. I'm really, really excited about this because it's all about managing your weight by moving beyond just the scales. I've been in this weight loss industry for so long and the scales are not always our friend when it comes to weight management. We might be losing fat but gaining muscle. We might be having hormonal fluctuations. And what I see time and time again is members becoming demotivated, getting a really unhealthy relationship with the scales because maybe they've had a week where they've tried really hard and the scales haven't shown that effort. And so that's why I've partnered with an amazing company called Drop Bio Health, where we're going to be moving beyond just the scales and we're going to be tracking 32 health biomarkers, as well as establishing your bio age, so that that way throughout an eight-week program, you'll be able to see how your lifestyle changes, your healthy eating and your exercise is affecting the biomarkers that we're grouping into categories around stress, sleep, inflammation, alcohol, exercise, and nutrition. 
And I think it's so much more motivating because then we're losing weight and managing our weight from a place of health, from a place of anti-aging or longevity, as opposed to just pure vanity and what the numbers are on the scales. So on the 1st of March, I'm going to be having a one-hour webinar where I'll be talking about what this inside-out approach looks like, what the protocol is. And if you wanted to join me on the eight-week program that I'll be launching in around April. I'd also love to encourage you to subscribe to my show and that way you'll get alerted each time a new episode drops. And the best way to connect with me is on Instagram or over email and all of that's in the show notes. So you can check those out for more information and any links from today's episode. Okay, let's get into it. Mary O'Keefe has written in, there are so many supplements out there. How do I know which ones I should be taking? Very good question. Very expensive question. (laughs) How many of you have a cupboard full of supplements that most are probably out of date? And if you actually add it up, all those little bottles around, you know, between 30 and 60 bucks, you've probably got a few Manola Blonics in there, (laughs) a few expensive outfits or dinners out. Look, Mary, I can't answer for you specifically, obviously, but what I'm going to do today is talk about the more general supplements that have good research behind them and supplements I feel comfortable recommending to a group audience like the ones that are listening today. How I would determine though if you're a client of mine what supplements to be taking is with a full blood screen. So I'll be looking at a full hormone panel, your iron stores, your FBC which is a full blood count, bone health, your inflammation markers, cholesterol, blood glucose, insulin, thyroid function, liver and kidney function. So that sounds like a lot, but it's actually just a couple of vials of blood that you can track. Alternatively, you can use a company like Drop Biohealth, where you will get a general screen as well. So based off which biomarkers are out of range, I can then recommend either dietary or lifestyle changes or in some cases, specific supplements. For example, if a client is low in iodine and selenium, which is really important for thyroid function, I might recommend a dietary change. For example, six Brazil nuts a day gives you your entire RDI for selenium and a packet of seaweed, which has a lot of iodine in it. I had a client that took that for 12 weeks. And then after retesting her thyroid function and iodine and selenium had gone back to its normal levels. So that's just one example. But for today, I'm only going to recommend supplements that have that real broad general use and that have solid research behind them. So I've got three supplements I'm going to recommend. And the first one is collagen. Yes, collagen's main role is essentially to provide the strength and support throughout our bodies. It's really all about that connective tissue. So our body produces less collagen as we age and the existing collagen that we do have tends to break down at a faster rate. So not only is the collagen lower in quality than when we were younger, but we also, women in particular, experience a significant reduction in collagen production, 
especially after menopause. And so it's normal. It's what happens. It's why we get things like skin that's wrinkled or crepey or sagging. You know, that you get that kind of hollowing around your eyes. All of that is the degradation of collagen in your body. You may also notice as we age, the shrinking, the weakening of muscle or muscle aches. We kind of get more stiff and less flexible in our tendons and ligaments. Again, that is all that collagen degradation. Other things like loss of mobility, as well as gastrointestinal problems, which a lot of people don't relate to reduction in collagen, but collagen is what lines our digestive tract. Same with all our blood vessels as well. It's what keeps our blood vessels and our intestines nice and springy and working effectively. So if we have poor collagen, it may also lead to problems with blood flow. There are foods that contain collagen and they're animal-based products mostly. So you've got things like gelatin, such as bone broth. They all provide collagen. Collagen is found essentially in the connective tissue of animals. So things like chicken skin, pork skin, beef, fish are all sources of collagen. And you'll normally hear me talking about supplements not being as superior as whole foods. But interestingly, when it comes to collagen, Some of the research is showing that actually supplementation with collagen seems to be providing a better source of collagen than the original plant. Some of the research is questioning whether eating collagen-rich foods helps increase our collagen levels as they may possibly not have the same benefits as supplements. And normally I'll always be singing the praises of whole food over supplements, but this is one of those examples where maybe it's not the case because we've got these digestive enzymes that break the collagen from the food that we eat into individual amino acids and peptides. However, what the research is suggesting is that collagen in supplements has already been broken down or hydrolyzed, which is why it's thought to be absorbed more effectively than the collagen from foods, which I think is really interesting. So some of the things that taking a collagen supplement can help with is skin, hair and nails. So that's skin health. It can prevent bone loss. It can support our muscle mass as we age. We tend to lose around 1% of our muscle mass from around the age of 40. It can also improve our gut health, although the research around that is not as strong, but there is some research that suggests that collagen supplements can treat syndromes like leaky gut syndrome or intestinal permeability. It can also help with brain health and potentially with weight loss as well. And so some of the benefits, you need to be taking the supplement for a while. So let me run through the length of time that you should be supplementing for if you have certain conditions or ailments. So for example, if you want to be less sore after physical training, the research is saying that taking a collagen supplement for even just a couple of days will help with soreness after exercise. Skin support benefits, so having that glowing skin and a bit more plumpness in your skin tends to take between 4 to 12 weeks of supplementing. Muscle mass and strength, but you need to do this. All the research shows that you do this combined with strength training. You need to be taking the supplement for a minimum of three months to see those benefits. 
Nails is three months as well. And then joint health support, you need to be taking it for between four to six months. And bone density support, you need to be taking it for upwards of 12 months. So this is not a short cycle with this supplement. It's something that people should be taking on a regular basis. So the brand that I recommend is one called Whole Body Collagen. And I must caveat this by saying none of these brands that I'm going to talk about today in supplements I'm sponsored by or have any kind of financial interest in. So this is just purely my personal recommendations and what I like, but there's lots of great brands out there. But I like a brand called Whole Body Collagen. It is a practitioner-only brand, so sometimes it can be hard to get your hands on it. The reason why I like this brand is because it's got the three most researched types of collagen in it, which is Fortigel, Fortibone, and Verisol. And what's great about these three types of collagen is they tackle three different areas. So Verisol is great for your hair, skin, and nails. Fortibone is great for bone and joint support, and Fortigel is great for gut health. So it's kind of like the triple threat. So that's a great one. And I just mix it in with my smoothies or with water. It's very easy. You can have it any time of the day. Okay. So the second supplement that I would recommend on a general basis is a greens powder. Now the greens powder that I like is an Aussie brand called Biogenesis and they have a chlorella greens that I really, really like. It contains all nine essential amino acids. It stimulates the immune system. Greens are just almost like your insurance policy. They're alkaline, they're antioxidant, they have benefits and there's some good research behind greens powder, things like helping to support detoxifying the blood and intestines, energizing the body. There's some research to show they prevent cancer and that's probably based to their immune boosting and anti-inflammatory functions. So that would be a greens that I recommend, chlorella. And it tastes really yummy too. Mixed berry flavor vegan powder. I think it's just got a little bit of stevia in it and some natural flavors. But I just have two little teaspoons of that mixed in my smoothie. Don't get it on your white t-shirt, whatever you do. And then the third supplement that I would recommend on a general level that I feel comfortable recommending is your magnesium. So magnesium essentially is a nutrient that's good for healthy muscles, nerves, bones, and regulating blood sugar levels. Gosh, it's got so many important processes and functions in the body. But for example, it's needed for muscles and nerves to work properly. It's needed to keep our blood sugar and blood pressure at the right level. It's needed to make protein, to make bone and DNA. So it's pretty much responsible for every single cell turnover in our body. Low levels of magnesium over time can lead to low calcium and potassium levels. If you sweat a lot, if you're a high exerciser, that can leach magnesium out of your system. Women need around 320 milligrams a day, men around 400 milligrams a day. And there's lots of great research supporting magnesium supplementation. It can also be used as a natural remedy for sleep issues such as insomnia, And that's because magnesium tends to regulate neurotransmitters that are involved in sleep and also in mood as well, which is really interesting. So you can get magnesium from lots of food sources, and I strongly recommend that as well. Pumpkin seeds, chia, almonds, spinach, cashews, peanuts, soy milk, and good old rolled oats. So you don't need to supplement with it, but I do really like this brand. It's by Bioceuticals and it's called an Ultra Muscleese Night. And it's just a powder that you have 
in water at nighttime and I get really great results with clients. Just anecdotally here, of course, that are either having cramping or sore muscles or sleep issues. And I certainly know for myself as well, I really find this does make a difference. So that would be another one that I recommend, uh, Bioceuticals Ultra Muscle Ease Night Formulation. So I hope that helps you, Mary. Thank you for the great question. And I hope everyone listening, you might be nodding, going, yeah, yeah, I knew all about those anyway, but they are three supplements that I do take on a regular basis and that I recommend. Okay. Amy King. Hi, Amy. I'm worried about losing muscle when on a weight loss diet. Should you be worried about losing muscle? Yes, you should actually. How can I lose weight without losing muscle? Okay. Great question. And I could go on for a long time and I'm not going to today. So I'm going to answer this relatively concisely. But basically, yes, unfortunately, that is a side effect of a rapid weight loss program or diet without strength training and exercise. Unfortunately, when we are in quite a severe calorie deficit, our body will look to using its own internal stores for energy. We'd like to think that it usually mops up blood glucose first, muscle glycogen second, fat stores as well. There's a whole bunch of mechanisms that are quite complex. But what can happen is if that calorie deficit is quite drastic, like more than 10% of what we were normally eating, you can see some muscle wastage as well. But the good news, Amy, is it's quite easy to negate. And there's two main factors at play here. Number one, I would not recommend reducing your overall calorie intake by more than 10% if you're really trying to preserve muscle. And number two, you've just got to continue strength training. That's the absolute golden key in this. And it can be really frustrating because if we're on a weight loss diet, we're probably wanting to burn lots of calories in our workout. So we might be upping our cardio and going out for long jogs and HIIT workouts and anything to burn those calories. But truth be told, the resistance training is equally important to preserve that muscle. Because if we are signaling to our brain that we are using those big muscles, and I'm talking the big global muscles like your quads, your hammies, your glutes, your back, your core, if we are using those big compound movements on a weight loss program, then our body will be signaling to those muscles, we need you. So let's burn fat instead of dipping into those muscle stores. So I hope that helps answer your question. But number one, don't drastically reduce the calories. And number two, keep strength training up. And it can be as simple as squats, push-ups, chin-ups, crunches, plank, just strength workouts that get your muscles quivering and shaking, maybe a bit sore the next day. And strength workouts that are using multiple joints at once. Just standing there doing a few bicep curls doesn't cut it. You got to engage those really big, heavy metabolic load muscles. So that's it. Amy, I hope that answers your questions. And listeners, I hope you got something out of that. Any questions, please DM, flick me an email. Otherwise, I will see you back in the booth very soon. Hold up. 